Hello, and welcome back to Pod Save My 20s, the podcast where we talk about all the things we weren't prepared for in the real world. I'm Gabrielle, and this week I have my friend Chantal with us, who is a nutritionist and she eats plant-based and she's just a wealth of knowledge about all things nutrition. So we're really excited to talk to her today and get a lot of good info and ways that you can start being plant-based or incorporate more plant-based options into your diet and everything. So Chantel, thank you for being here with us today. You want to introduce yourself briefly? Yeah, Gabrielle, thanks so much for having me on this podcast. I'm really looking forward to it. And obviously plant-based eating is my life, so I love talking about it and spreading the, the good word about it. But yeah, I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and I currently work at St. Joseph Mercy Health System in the, it's technically called the Michigan Heart and Vascular Institute, but I'm in the cardiac rehab clinic there. Yeah. And so I know we just talked about this. So the first thing that we do to start off our conversation is just have our moment of truth, which is one thing that happened in the last week or so or whatever that really made you be like, oh, I'm definitely in our, like in my twenties, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I know I told you already too, that I, every week we come to this point and I'm like, I forgot about moment of truth and I don't even know what my moment of truth is this week, but I don't want to make you go first. Do you have anything? <laughs> so I actually was thinking about something, so I can go ahead and say it, but um, doing taxes, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So yeah, I've actually never done my own taxes and that is um, something I'm going to be trying to do this year. So that was kind of my moment of truth. We never learned how to do our taxes growing up. So <laughs> yeah, that's so true, honestly. And I am kind of ashamed to say that I've never done my own taxes and I didn't do my own nope, taxes I, nope, this year. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, which I'm glad because I, I have no idea. You're right. I, we never learned. And that's probably something that we should learn how to do because it's something Absolutely. that is instrumental <laughs> to being a human in this. Yeah. In the U S. So yeah. So my moment of truth, probably realizing this is going to be maybe kind of gross too, that I just haven't washed my sheets in a while. And so I probably should do that. And thinking about laundry, I was thinking about all the things that I just have not been getting done in the last week. I started getting busier. Tara and I've talked about that a lot. And laundry is one of those things that I wait till the very last minute to do. And I realized like, oh, I probably should do like my towels, my, you know, my clothes, but then also my sheets. I just don't think about because they're on my bed all the time. So yep. I need to be an adult and practice good hygiene and wash my sheets. So <laughs> I totally feel you because we got all these things on your list and laundry is just like the thing that goes last. <laughs> and then I use all my clothes that I can yep. <laughs> until I've spores and no underwear left and I have to do laundry. <laughs> yep. It's that last so. pair of underwear that always signifies it to me too. I'm like, Oh, okay. Time, time to do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, you told us a little bit about yourself to begin with just a brief introduction, but I just want to hear maybe a little bit more about your journey as a 20 something thus far and like how you got into being a dietitian and everything. Yeah. So I went to Michigan State University and I didn't know what I wanted to do actually at all. So I was 18 when I started going there and uh, I took a bunch of intro classes to like big range of things, forestry, <laughs> psychology, general like math and chemistry. And then I took the uh, human food and nutrition course as well. And I remember just looking at all the different options of like what I could possibly study and seeing that class. And then after taking it, I was like, okay, definitely interested in this. I want to keep going. And, um, so yeah, not super interesting story of how I got into it, but, um, 
I've just really felt like it's been my calling ever since I started studying it and learning more about it. It's just fascinating to me. And so I did four years of a bachelor's degree. Uh, nutrition and dietetics was my undergrad degree. And then I um, did my dietetic internship. So that's something that's required to become a registered dietitian, okay. uh, nutritionist. And that was a nine month internship that I actually had to pay for. I didn't get oh. paid during it. Mm. So that was definitely a struggle. Um, but did yeah, did what I needed to do. And uh, then it requires an exam after uh, that as well. So I got, I passed the registered dietitian exam, got my credentials, and then uh, went off to my first job was, as you know, at, at U of M in mm -hmm. uh, working in uh, childhood weight management, helping kids and families uh, suffering with obesity. And then more recently, I uh, switched over to St. Joe's where I'm in uh, cardiac rehab now. So yeah, that's just a little bit about, um, how I got to where I am now. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a long intensive journey, but I mean, if you know what you're doing, like just going through that internship and you said about having to pay for yourself that uh, it's so, it's such a struggle. I feel like so many 20 somethings go through is having that internship and either being unpaid or you having to pay someone to do that. Right. But you need it for the experience <laughs> and to become what you need to do. And it's just. Right. And I actually, I actually ended up taking another loan out for, for that. Oh, wow. And I think that's something really relatable for people in their twenties is paying loans back. Like, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Oh my gosh. And for things like we usually think about them for school, but we don't always think about them for internships too, but having to take out those loans to support yourself when you're still right. in the kind of like in between between school and work and then paying off the loans once you get into work everything exactly exactly yeah. that's great that you found really something you were really passionate in so you did dietitian nutrition and everything was it specifically plant-based focused that program or no so that's really funny so I was raised eating you know meat dairy processed foods all that stuff mm -hmm. and I didn't learn about I mean they mentioned you know nutrition for for vegans in a couple of my classes but it wasn't a significant portion of my my schooling and I learned about plant-based eating from the forks over knives documentary I don't know if you've heard of that or seen that I haven't but I'll put that on my list definitely put it on your list for anybody listening, put forks over knives, actually game changers is really good too. That's one that has been released more recently. Okay. I believe it's on Netflix. So definitely check that out if you haven't already, but yeah, so I was watching that documentary and they talked a lot more about plant-based eating or vegan eating. And I dove deeper into some of the doctors that were interviewed in the documentary, like uh, Dr. Campbell, Dr. Uh, Gregor, Dr. Esselstein, who are doing a lot of really amazing work in the healthcare field with whole food, plant-based nutrition. Mm -hmm. And once I started learning more about it, I mean, I was called to it for a lot of different things, but one of the main things is that whole food plant-based eating can help not only prevent and treat, but actually reverse chronic diseases as well. And my dad at the time uh, had a number of risk factors for heart disease. So high cholesterol, high blood pressure, um, he was overweight. And my both my grandparents actually died of heart attacks as well. So when I learned that this could, you know, help him in a way, and not that I didn't learn that in school, but it was a little bit more, that's the word I want to use, not aggressive, but um, more, we are aggressive, I guess. And um, I, I told my dad about it and we went, started going plant-based together and he was able mm -hmm. to drop his cholesterol 70 points. His blood pressure got into a more normal, healthy range and he lost 30 pounds, has been able to keep it off. And he is now 60 years old, 
heart attack free. Like I, that's just seeing his transformation with it. Mm -hmm. I was just so sold. I was like, I have to help other people do this. Like, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. I didn't learn about it in Mm -hmm. schooling, but that, that documentary, uh, got me to learn a lot about all those other uh, leaders of the movement. Yeah, that is really powerful. And I think that's something when we think about plant-based or vegan, we often associate it with like the ethical sources or morals that kind of go in along with people's decisions to make that their diet. But we don't hear as much about how like the health benefits and holistically how it impacts your body and everything and how it can help with heart attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, I just want to say one more thing, because definitely like the health aspects, you know, motivated me, but um, I was still like still eating, I was not eating meat anymore at the time, but I was mm-hmm. still mostly plant-based, still eating some dairy eggs and, and fish. And what set me over the edge to really go all in for vegan was definitely the ethical and environmental standpoint. So it's it's everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah. Compounding for sure. One thing I wanted to just ask real quick before we get further into our conversation is if you can maybe just define plant-based for us a little bit more just so we have a clear idea of what it is because I think I say it all the time and like I hear it all the time but maybe we don't know exactly what that means yeah that's a great question so plant-based is actually a pretty vague word like it can mean a lot of different things so I'll actually differentiate between four different words here so uh, vegan vegetarian plant-based and then whole food plant-based so Mm -hmm. we'll start off with well, vegetarian. So vegetarian eating is a way of eating that um, includes mostly plants, but also animal byproducts. So no meat, but animal byproducts, meaning uh, dairy and eggs. Mm-hmm. And then vegan eating is all plant foods. So no, absolutely, you know, no animal products or byproducts. Okay. And then these other words like plant-based and whole food plant-based are kind of interchangeable as well, but I'll do a slight difference, explain those slight differences. So Great. plant-based, or I guess I'll start with whole food plant-based. So whole food plant-based is a way of eating that includes all minimally processed whole plant foods. So think fruits, vegetables, whole grains, like oats, quinoa, barley, whole grain pasta, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, legumes like beans, lentils, soy foods, tofu, tempeh, edamame, and nuts and seeds and spices. So um, no oils, no highly processed products, like highly processed plant food products, even Mm -hmm. uh, more just, yeah, minimally processed foods. And then of of course avoids animal products and animal byproducts and then plant-based eating includes all those foods, but also the more processed products. So you can think like Beyond Burgers or vegan cheeses or anything made with white flour, white um, refined sugars and oils are included as well because they're still plant-based or vegan, but uh, a little bit more processed. And so people that are plant-based though, like plant-based can mean, you know, people might still include small amounts of animal products or byproducts, but majority be plant-based. So that what that's why that term is just a little bit more vague. So when I was even, you know, vegetarian, I would call myself like mostly Mm plant-based, but, but yeah, it's a lot of them are interchangeable. So I hope that clears things up just a little bit. Yeah, no, that's super helpful. Thank you. So it's kind of like, vegan is a hat and then like plant-based and whole food it's whole food plant-based right Mm -hmm. are kind of underneath that but also plant-based can just be used as like descriptor for your main diet yeah if that 
I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm getting yeah, that yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah no, absolutely. <laughs> Great. Because I've always kind of considered myself more, I don't know, a flexitarian. I like when I eat solo or when I live alone, I'm way better at for like ethical and health reasons. I don't like to cook meat, and you know, and things like that. I, I'll just usually eat plant-based or the best that mm-hmm. I can plant-based or sometimes I am more pescatarian. But then like when <laughs> when I live with other people or like when I'm with my family, usually they cook me and I just end up kind of eating what is offered to me at that time. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Social aspects, a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I guess my own struggle with that a little bit or like how I go with my diet, but you had talked about your own journey, like going through this with your dad. And that's a wonderful way I think to start getting into something is with somebody and it's helpful. You kind of are accountable on both fronts um, and you can help each other through that. But I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about, about, sorry, my, oh my God, (laughs) my brain just started moving way too fast and my mouth can't keep up. It's the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. 5 p.m. on a Sunday. We're doing great here. And it also daylight savings time. I completely forgot about that. I completely that. forgot about that. This whole yeah. I woke up this morning. I was like, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So maybe if you wouldn't mind elaborating on some of the struggles that you had becoming plant-based yourself, and also touching on if someone listening wanted to start eating plant-based, how you would recommend getting started? Yeah, absolutely. So two parts. So I'll start with the the first part of the question. Struggles that I had, it was definitely, like you said, the social aspects I think are really difficult because um, it, you know, you're, when you're around people that aren't eating or that are eating animal products, it's, and it's new for you, it's hard to kind of explain why and what and um, navigate the, you know, bringing your own food if you have to, or just, you know, ordering things differently. Um, So I think the biggest thing that helps with, you know, eating more plant-based is just planning ahead to an end mindset, as well as, yeah, the way we, you know, think about food. Yeah. Just communicating that with others and, and planning ahead. So tips for people that are you know, wanting to, to eat plant-based. My, my first top tip is finding your why. So like figure out why you, you want to do it. Is it because of a health reason? You know, like, do you have a chronic disease or does your family have someone in your family have a chronic disease that you're at risk for that you want to try to avoid? Or is it for environmental reasons? You know, cause you know, a lot of greenhouse gas emissions from animal agriculture and I mean, tons of different things. That's a whole can of worms, but animal welfare too you know, do you care about the animals and how they're treated in factory farms, things like that, and wanting to take a stance or just supporting another person. So it's like, say, you know, your friend or family member has a chronic disease, you want to just help them and be a support for them by eating more plant-based. So yeah, figuring out why you want to do it, I think is most important and having, you know, letting that motivation come from why you want to do that to help make those changes. And I think using resources like books, documentaries, uh, websites, following different plant-based accounts or vegan accounts on social media, uh, staying up to date with, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. And that can really help with motivation for making those, those tough choices. A couple other things. So like you said, yeah, it's easier to change when you have someone doing it with you. So support, trying to, you know, find a family member or friend who's going to do it with you. And then also just making small realistic goals. So it doesn't have to be like an overnight thing. It took me, I mean, I took me about a year and a half or two years to really transition to fully, you know, vegan, hundred percent plant-based eating. 
so yeah, just making, you know, whatever it's just for some people, it does work to just dive completely in and go, you know, a week or so plant-based and then people often, you know, feel really good and then want to keep mm-hmm. doing it. But, um, for other people and for myself to just small, realistic changes. So say start off with like one or two nights a week, I'm going to eat plant-based or all vegan for those meals or pick two days, you know, if, and, and build off of that. And would another way even be kind of like, oh, I'm going to start by cutting out like beef or like, and then moving down or like cutting out dairy and then like slowly incrementally adding things that you're omitting from your diet Yes, in that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a great way to, and that's actually kind of how I did it too. Cause I, um, I gave up meat for Lent actually mm-hmm. is how I first started. And so, yes, yeah, so I cut out meat first and then I'd stopped, I gradually started eating less dairy. And then I never really was a big fish or seafood eater. So that kind of came naturally, but yeah, eggs, I think eggs and cheese were like the last things. <laughs> yeah. I hear that even when usually I'm eating my most vegetarian, I have eggs and cheese around. <laughs> the cheese yeah, is then, so hard to cut. <laughs> right. So yeah, just pick out those things that, you know, are easier for you to cut out or that maybe you don't even eat out, uh, eat that much anyways. And also I think the important thing is thinking about what you're going to substitute with it. So don't just think yeah. like I'm cutting this out and, and, you know, coming from a sense that, so thinking about the mindset of it too, is like coming from a sense of feeling restricted being like, Oh, I can't have this. I can't have that. You know, it's going to be a lot harder. Whereas if you have the mindset of, you know, I don't want to eat that because of X, Y, Z in your head, uh, the reasons mm-hmm. that you have back to the motivation for, it, and then having your alternatives too, being like, Oh, I get to eat these beans, these lentils, this awesome, you know, tofu tempeh, mm-hmm. um, which can be off-putting for some people who haven't tried tofu or tempeh, but there's definitely lots of great or like recipes and mm-hmm. um, different combinations of flavors that you can make for, for making different, just really tasty meals. So that's another thing I recommend too, is like finding um, plant-based versions or vegan versions of food you already love. So if it's a pasta dish or a mm-hmm. taco dish, you know, try substituting, you know, beans for meat or, um, you know, little things like, like that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite meal then that's your go-to? I do. I do. Oh, okay. I <laughs> love like so many different foods. It's hard to pinpoint, but there's definitely one staple that Marshall and I make for a lot of our friends. I think it's really good. And we, it's just easy to make too, but it's a cashew mac and cheese. So Ooh. Yep. So definitely. <laughs> yes. For all those cheese lovers out there too, this is great substitute. So it's, you can look it up online. Actually, Nora cooks is one of the recipes I use. I don't follow a recipe anymore. I just kind of throw things into the, um, the food processor or the blender or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Nora cooks has a really good vegan mac and cheese recipe. And what it is, is, uh, cashews, nutritional yeast, uh, garlic powder, onion powder, and then a little turmeric to turn it orange. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you can use like a soy milk or almond milk, or you could even use water, but you blend that all together. Mm-hmm. And, it ends up making this really like rich cheese like sauce. I don't know if I mentioned nutritional yeast because that's the one of the key flavors for making like a cheesy, you know, vegan flavor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you just blend that up in uh, in a blender or, or food processor and then until it's really smooth. And then you just cook noodles like as is and then you can pair some like, you know, broccoli or spinach with it, whatever. But um, it is just delicious. And you get all the mouthfeel of, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a creamy mac and cheese, but it's all, you know, whole food plant-based and you don't get bloated afterwards. So Perfect. That's what I need. That sounds so comforting. I kind of want to go do that right now. I don't know if I have the stuff for it, but, and have you ever eaten at like the lunchroom in Ann Arbor? 
love the lunchroom. Well, actually, I don't think lunchroom is open anymore. So oh, since okay. COVID, it's been um, Detroit Street Filling Station. They kind of gotcha. merged their menus and lunchroom hasn't been open. So okay. lunch uh, Detroit Street is doing uh, carry out and maybe even now with the restrictions, they've opened it up. But yeah, that mm-hmm. is one of my go-to places in Ann Arbor. Yeah, because I was just, re- when you were talking about the mac and cheese, that was one of my go-tos when I would go to the lunchroom as like a special treat is they have a chili, a vegan chili mac. So it's just lentil chili with cashew mac and cheese and it was so good all every time I was just good comfort food whenever I wanted yep. <laughs> yes exactly it's comfort mm-hmm. food too just it's nostalgic because mm-hmm. you know it's like mac and cheese yeah. uh but yeah I love I love their mac and cheese mm-hmm. too so good it's a good plugs for Ann Arbor businesses and everything Ooh, yeah also I know gotta support those local businesses for and there's sure. another one in Ann Arbor on Main Street it's called Veg Cafe Ooh, okay. uh, that's also a really great one and then mm-hmm. Seva is on um it's S-E-V-A not Sava's which is on State Street but Seva gotcha. is in the Jackson Plaza it's right by like Staples and DJ Maxx oh okay is I that what it's, it's not Jackson there. Plaza I don't know what it's called I think it's called Nichols Arcade is that it no okay no 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 that's uh, not State Street too Sorry, I can't think of the actual no, location, but it's, um, or Zingerman's, you know, Zingerman's road, not the, not downtown Ann Arbor, but Zingerman's off the, like the roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Off of Jackson. Oh, oh, okay. I don't know why in my head I was like <laughs> thinking downtown. Yes. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. So that, that one's a uh, vegan and vegetarian. They do nice. have some eggs and cheese there, but they can like vegan veganize pretty much every uh menu item so yeah mm. definitely go check out those restaurants and uh yeah. keep them alive for sure oh and then the other thing too is like you, yeah you brought up nutritional yeast so that's something that's used in cheese or like vegan cheese often mm-hmm. growing up one of my friends moms would make popcorn and put nutritional yeast on it so like that's one of my favorite snacks is popcorn yes. with nutritional yeast so good I love it so, so much good. <laughs> Yes, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we got off on this huge tangent about food, which I've appreciated so much. We can continue on that, but <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about food all day. Yes. Anything oh, plant based. Okay, maybe I'll just ask about dessert real quick and then we can bring it back. Do you have a, is there a great dessert that you recommend? So I really love avocado chocolate pudding. Ooh. Yeah, it's super good. I don't know exactly where a recipe is for this because I made it like probably like five years ago and then just don't use a recipe since. But um, it's about half of an avocado or you could use a whole one and then a banana. Okay. Cocoa powder and then a little bit of sweetener like maple syrup or agave. Mm-hmm. And put some, I usually put some raspberries or strawberries on top, but mm-hmm. uh, you blend all of that together and it literally makes a consistency of pudding mm-hmm. and it's chocolate, obviously from the cocoa powder and you get some natural, some sweetness and it is just delicious. Ooh, this is making me so hungry now. <laughs> Wait, one more. I got one more. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Continue. <laughs> all day, but have you heard of nice cream? No, I haven't. So it's. It's like ice cream, like sorbet, I guess you can kind of think of it as, but you okay. make it in a, um, in a food processor. You want to use frozen fruit. Uh, that's really key. Cause there's a fine line between a smoothie and then this, this type of sorbet ice cream okay. ordeal, mm-hmm. but yeah, really just any frozen fruit. So in our house, we like doing, um, just mixed berries, frozen mixed berries and you can do banana and then a little bit of nut milk, whether it be like soy milk, almond milk, whatever. And you could put a little sweet in the, in there if you wanted, but absolutely don't need it. Come the fruit is going to be real naturally sweet 
Uh, but yeah, just blending that up. And then it makes, if you, because it's, uh, the fruit is frozen and then using a smaller amount of liquid, it mm -hmm. makes the texture of like a soft serve. Oh, awesome. oh that awesome. sounds perfect. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And especially so for summer. Yeah. yeah. It's so, it's so easy too. <gasps> yes. And that's the other thing that, um, I really want people to understand is that like, it doesn't have to be like, you know, super difficult and, you know, following mm -hmm. a whole meal plan, you know, super rigidly, it's just, you know, finding a recipe here and there. Um, and it's, it doesn't have to be like super complex and take a lot of time. Yeah. I think that's so true. And that's probably like, I was going to ask maybe too about myths that you wanted to bust, but I feel like that's one of them is that eating vegan is so difficult and like you have to like really work hard to get around and get the nutrients that you need and everything, but there's ways to make mm -hmm. it simpler and like having those staples that you use and like you would any other time, but you're just kind of switching those out for, you know, like your nutritional yeast and your nuts and everything. And then keeping those staples and using them going yes, forward. Yes. Staples are key. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are some good staples then? I think I tried listing some, but I have no idea where I was at with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. And actually this, I think what I'm about to say is going to come along the lines of um, another myth buster, because mm -hmm. a lot of people tend to think that eating vegan or plant-based is really expensive. And yeah. it it can be if you're buying a lot of the like Beyond Burgers or vegan cheeses or some of those like specialty vegan products, or, like mm -hmm. a vegan mayo or something. But other foods, like, I mean, if you buy oats, beans, lentils, these are some of the cheap, like brown rice, these are some of the cheapest foods you can possibly get, especially in bulk. Um, so those are definitely staples um, in our house, oats, um, bananas. I try to think of like every, every food group too. So for those of you who are yeah. listening, who do want to learn more, definitely check out the vegetarian resource groups, uh, vegan, my plate online. It's free. It's downloadable. And, oh. uh, it, uh, yeah, it's great. It's really simple. So I don't know if you've seen Gabrielle, the regular, my plate, it's got like fruits, vegetables, grains, protein, and dairy. And then the vegan, my plate. Uh, so it's just like a picture of a plate and mm -hmm. all the, you know, food you ideally want to get into a meal and, uh, has fruits, vegetables, and then, uh, whole grains, and then just plant proteins and then, uh, calcium rich foods. Cause okay. we can get calcium from a lot of different other sources than, than dairy. But, um, yeah. So thinking about each one of those food groups, like, I mean, staples in my house are definitely like berries and bananas for, vegetables, always keep some greens on hand, spinach or kale, other vegetables like potatoes. Potatoes are great foods, uh, beets, carrots, you name it. And then, uh, whole grains. So I uh, definitely oats are a staple in my house. I eat oats pretty much every day. <laughs> and then yeah, brown rice, farro, quinoa, and then legumes. So some sort of beans, black beans, chickpeas, tofu. We've always got a ton of tofu and tempeh here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, nuts. We always have some big bags of, you know, walnuts, almonds, and, and some dried fruits and things. Uh, but yeah, so just trying to think about all those different, different food groups. But yeah, I also tie, yeah. want to tie in there that it doesn't have to be super expensive. So especially, like I said, especially comparing, you know, meat to something like beans, lentils, or, or peas, which are so inexpensive. It's so true. Yeah. Like a big bag of rice and beans are like yeah. $2 <laughs> comparatively. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. And I don't know if you've seen something that just came in my head when we were talking about food and everything is, have you ever heard of raw, vegan, not gross? Raw, vegan, not gross. No, I'm going to write this down though. It was a YouTube channel. And I think she actually moved to, I don't know, Food Network or something, but I used to watch, stay up and watching in my YouTube holes. I would stay up watching her 
cooking. YouTube holes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Watching we her cooking show. And she's just great. She has like this deep voice and like just makes she's so funny and was made she makes raw vegan food like for her cooking show and it just made me think of that a little bit because I used to love watching her and she would make it like they she'd make these beautiful meals like really quickly and really simply and easily and made it seem like oh yeah I could totally do that I just need a food processor pretty much seems (laughs) to be the the main thing no I haven't heard of her but I like that she put on the end of it it, you said raw vegan not gross Mm -hmm. because a lot of people have this like perception that you know eating vegan or eating plants is gross so they just think of like this piece of lettuce on a plate and it's like that's not it at all no and it's all about experimenting with different herbs and spices and you know vinegars and lemon juice lime juice all different types of um condiments that really is what is used to make meat taste good too right piece of boiled chicken that doesn't sound very good right (laughs) but you season it with like different you know marinades and that's the same thing that you want to do with something like tofu so um so yeah it can be like people don't understand too that it just can be so delicious but it's Mm -hmm. all about experimenting yeah and finding those flavors that you like and that work well with that that protein and whatever you're using too for yep, sure. Absolutely. And while we're at it, I can just bust the protein myth. Oh yeah. Go right for <laughs> so it. So that that's a big myth too, is that you can't get enough protein eating uh, plant-based or eating uh, vegan. Mm-hmm. But this is my favorite myth to bust because there's so much protein in plants. And first of all, like protein deficiency in the United States is extremely rare. We like don't really have it even, mm-hmm. <laughs> even amongst vegans. So that right off the bat um, refutes that. But so all all, most foods have all three macronutrients. So carbs, fat, and protein. So even like an apple has a gram of protein or potatoes have a couple grams of protein. And so all these foods, they add up throughout the day, but you definitely want to include more foods, uh, plant foods that are higher in protein. So a lot of these are the going to come from legumes. So beans, lentils, peas, and then soy foods like tofu, tempeh, edamame, Mm -hmm. and then uh, whole grains even. So like quinoa oats these all have a lot of good protein and the whole whole wheat pasta whole wheat bread has a lot of protein in there too and then uh nuts and seeds are really great sources of protein too and then as i mentioned fruits vegetables have smaller amounts too so it all adds up throughout the day and we don't Mm -hmm. even really need as much protein as people think we need that average adult really only needs about 50 to 60 grams a day and that's really easy to get in with all different types of plant foods so yeah um, so yeah that's a big one to bust I think for sure because I I don't know whenever we hear protein I think we automatically just default to meat and that's all we think of when we hear protein and it's just not true yeah and it's because of that I don't know if it's the my plate or like I had heard this I took one nutrition class in school so I'm definitely an expert but they, they showed us like the my plate or whatever that the government made and then it's just kind of untrue how much of each we need like we don't even really need dairy and the protein we don't need it to be like half our plate but we're always like protein is the main thing we need and it's not at all it's mostly (laughs) thank you thank you it's mostly carbs isn't it Right. So we do want um, a lot of carbohydrates with fiber. So fiber is okay. really the key, that key nutrient, but it comes from foods that are 
carbohydrate rich fiber is technically a non-digestible carb. Um, so you're right. Yeah, definitely. Um, fiber is what we want to look for, not, (laughs) not (laughs) protein so much. Um, but, uh, there's one thing that you said there that was really good that I wanted to talk about is that the USDA, my plate, right. It has, you know, a lot of meat or dairy on there. And the reason for that is because the dairy industry and the meat industry is so powerful that they have so Mm -hmm. much money and they're lobbying for these things to be it on something like the USDA, my plate. And that marketing really skews our view. I mean, I don't know if you, but I remember in school and grade school, there were posters about dairy and got milk everywhere. Yeah. I think even there was a big one with Britney Spears. I feel like that I remember vividly for the got milk (laughs) campaign, but it was huge as kids. We're like, we don't even need. (laughs) Right. So we're just kind of like brainwashed to to think that we need these types of things. So, So, so yeah. The power of marketing strikes again, <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, and something else I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you had any other myths that you wanted to bust, but feel free to share them with us. I, You were recording yourself making a meal, right? But it was on TV. Yeah, so I actually had two segments recently. Um, one was I, I got on a week's notice um, at work, so they... Fox 2 News reached out to um, uh, Michigan Heart and Vascular where where I work and Mm -hmm. uh, marketing had reached out to my boss and then my boss was like, you need to do this. (laughs) Uh, It was just a five minute um, cooking segment on Fox 2 News. So if anybody wants to watch that or get the recipe for lentil chili, definitely uh, Google that. More recently, uh, just last week, uh, Marshall was filming me at our house. I did a live demo at home and it was longer. It was like 45 minutes. I made three different, three different dishes. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. I I definitely want to get more into making, you know, doing more cooking demos or even maybe just some short videos or something Mm -hmm. um, to help, you know, you know, one, I just love doing it, but obviously to spread the word about plant-based nutrition, Uh, but yeah, so much fun making it accessible. Where did you put that video that you, that you and Marshall made? Is that just, Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, sorry, that was actually live. Um, that was through, that's something I do on the side that I actually didn't mention yet. I, uh, I present for veg Michigan. Veg Michigan is a nonprofit vegan outreach organization. Um, yeah, just kind of spreading the the word about veganism, plant-based nutrition or plant-based eating. Mm-hmm. And so I present about like just the basics of plant-based nutrition, but I also just recently started, that was my first live demo, uh, mm-hmm. doing the cooking demos, which I'm excited to do a little bit more of. Uh, so that was like a live thing that had been, gotcha. it was live and then recorded, but you can see the replay at uh, vegmichigan. I think it's at org or.com. I'd have to double check, but vegmichigan okay. website, you can just Google that. And it's um it's on YouTube, their YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think my name is in it. So if you t- type in like, Chantel Singer, Veg Michigan cooking demo or something. It should be able to pop up. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. I saw all the, yeah. like your Instagram posts and everything about it, which also, if you want to plug your Instagram, please feel free to do so. You should actually f- follow Chantel on Instagram because she's <laughs> always posting these wonderful things. Um, and I was just going to pull it up so I could say it for you, but um, <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I'd love to see that. I want to, I want to learn how to cook better too or I'm so lazy I think as part of my issue sometimes and I think things are going to be so hard but following along and making these like beautiful I'm just looking at the pictures now that you posted of your chili and everything and it looks gorgeous and it's got avocado and jalapeno on top which is amazing so good so good so much but yeah is it the the plants 
underscore based underscore nutritionist is that your main Mm -hmm. okay yeah so everyone listening should go follow Chantel at plant underscore based underscore nutritionist so you can see these lovely meals that she's putting together and like find out when she's doing another live demo or something yeah hopefully I'm gonna start doing them more soon like I said I I think we we do want to play around with more of the short videos too Mm -hmm. that like are pre-recorded not live so we'll see I mean hopefully (laughs) it becomes that I still obviously work full-time so Mm -hmm. um it's kind of hard to to do a lot out side of that but um yeah I think stay tuned (laughs) for sure and sorry you said that I just like wanted to jump on it right away because that I think that's something that it's good to acknowledge and bring up because as 20 somethings I feel like especially in this generation we're expected to be doing like the most at all times and like having our 40 hour a week day job and then doing our side hustles and like burning ourselves out so quickly but it's good to acknowledge like you know that takes a lot of time like and it's it's something that you enjoy and you want to give more time to but it's you know it's going to take more time to get there because it's not feasible to I don't know be working 40 hours a week and then also be doing something else 40 hours a week right (laughs) exactly happy balance is definitely something in your 20s that we got to deal with finding that good happy balance Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, it seems like you really love what you do. Yeah, I, I love what I, I mean, mainly I, I actually really, uh, I, yeah, I love it all, but I, um, as I mentioned, I'm in the cardiac rehab clinic. And so I'm working with patients who have just had a major heart event. So typically a heart attack mm-hmm. and, um, they're in there. I mean, I've seen patients as young as 42 wow. having had a heart attack. Uh, but you know, most people are in their fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, even I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love what I do because I feel like it actually makes a difference. I mean, I have patients coming up to me. I mean, they're losing weight. They're, um, losing their, um, yeah, they're managing their blood pressure, lowering their blood pressure, getting off medications for um, blood pressure and uh, dropping insulin. I've seen even eliminating diabetes, uh, controlling blood sugars better, obviously having more energy, things like that, Mm -hmm. Um, but lowering cholesterol as well and reducing their risk of having another heart event. So one of the big success stories that I recently just had was a guy, he dove straight into whole food plant-based eating. within he had his heart attack and then two and a half months later he got his labs rechecked after diving entirely into it and he his cholesterol went down from 293 to 120 so 170 points so I know that might not mean something to people who don't really you know, know about lab values mm-hmm. and where they should be, but, um, typically total cholesterol should be under 150. So he was about 300, which is wow. pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously he had a heart attack. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, his total cholesterol went down 170 points, which is wow. over. Half. It's amazing. amazing. I mean, it's yeah. a miracle. And like, obviously he was on medications, but like mm-hmm. I, I've seen people on medications all the time. That's not <laughs> what medication does. That was definitely the, the whole food plant-based eating. So I love what yeah. I do. Yeah. Just cause I feel like it, it's really, you know, it changes people's lives and it helps people like reduce suffering and not just, I guess for the plant-based, you know, world too, not just trying to relieve suffering in humans, but in animals and our, the health of our planet as well. Yeah. So yeah, I just definitely get a great sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we all kind of strive for is <laughs> feeling like we're doing something that matters. 
yeah, I definitely struggled with not feeling like that for the early part of my career. Mm-hmm. And so I totally understand how, um, how that feels. And sometimes I guess just like, you know, advice for people going through their twenties, it's just kind of try different things and figure out, you know, what suits you best. Cause even though I'm in nutrition, you know, the, um, you know, where I'm at now definitely suits me a lot better than, than where I was before. So, yeah. um, it's all an ongoing journey. Like, even though you found what you're passionate about, is there, so you've said kind of where you've come from and where you are now, is there anywhere you would like to go then in the future or something like dream job or, you know, maybe that's a large question, but anything. Yeah. That's a really big question. So (laughs) I've tried to like nail down like my mission, like a little bit of a mission statement and Mm -hmm. really like all that I want to do is just to simply motivate and inspire people to eat more plants. And Mm so I don't know, like, I know that I want to do that and I want to keep doing that, but how I do that, I think is going to evolve a little bit. And I don't know exactly what that's going to look like. Like I said, right now, I do want to start making some more videos and doing more cooking demos because time just flies. Like, I feel like I get into like, almost like a... Um, yeah, just by, it goes by so quick when I'm, um, doing those cooking demos. So I love, it's just like so much fun. So hopefully I, you know, do more of that, but, um, but we'll see, we'll see. And yeah, I think it's just always going to be evolving. I think as humans, we're always evolving for, for life. I don't think there's any age where we should stop. And if we do stop evolving, that's probably not a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. I think it's like, and everyone has their own path too, you know, and you'll find. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What you want to be doing and when you want to be doing it. And that's cool. But I hope you get to be able to do more of your videos and everything. I hope, I mean, I'm going to go watch them and I'm going to try and make that mac and cheese at some point. Actually, my sister and I have talked about wanting to like when it's possible and safe to get together and try making that as well. So that's something I'll put on. Yes. And doing it with someone. Perfect. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it makes it so much, I don't know, cooking with people too. I mean, we've been so like socially deprived in a certain way from the, for the last, you know, year now. Um, I think actually it was a, um, just over a year ago, we all went to grand ledge together climbing yeah oh <laughs> and my gosh i can't believe that was everything shut down yeah it was i remember it was march 8th because it was international Women's day and then like next thing oh yeah that's right <laughs> next thing yeah. knew everything was happening but what i've been thinking is like and you said you just want to be in, inspiring and motivational and like helping people learn about plant-based and everything and i i just on a personal level like you've inspired me and like this is I love having this conversation with you and every time like we're at the crag and whatnot and talking about it I know Holly's the same way like we love listening to you talk about it hopefully it's not annoying that every single time we're like oh can we talk about this real quick or have a question (laughs) you know (laughs) no it's literally my life and I love it like I love when people ask me questions because it's just like it's how I can explain what you know I don't want to go up to somebody and just start talking Mm -hmm. you know because like you know I want to like talk to people who care about it. And I, by asking questions, it shows that people care. And so, um, I love that. It means so much to me that, that you just said Aww. that. Cause, um, yeah, that's really my goal. That's what I want to do is so thank you so yeah, much. Of course. Thank you for always answering our questions and talking to us about it. Oh, and by the way, we are definitely, when we can, we're having a climbing group. Oh yes. Oh my gosh. And I'll definitely make some plant-based. Oh, plant-based fantastic. Stuff. And then you can you can give me a recipe that I'll try and bring to the public. <laughs> there you <laughs> Suggestion. go. Perfect. But yeah, I can't wait for that. It's I'm so happy that the weather's getting nicer and, you know, seasonal depression can yeah. kind of 
fade away maybe a little bit and we can all be outside yes it already is honestly with the warmer weather like and the more sunshine like it makes such a difference it It really makes a huge difference I think maybe that should be a moment of truth actually it's like this last week we had one day that was I don't know if it was 60 maybe not quite that but it was just super sunny all of a sudden and even all my roommates and I were talking about it too we were like oh we feel like different people like yep (laughs) just happy saying hi to everyone on the street like waving you know uh, being safe but yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like completely new (laughs) so it just it makes such a world of difference but yeah and it's I think it goes with that holistic approach of you know feeding yourself good food having good weather having good friends around and I don't know it's just like yeah spring has sprung and I'm ready to do all these new things <laughs> yep I feel like too like I just like hibernate a little bit in the winter and then like sure. just kind of like cracking open the shell in the spring like <laughs> yeah like peeking out like oh yeah spring? yeah okay we're great <laughs> I'm here again a person throws the blanket off <laughs> exactly well I this has been such a wonderful conversation Chantal thank you for joining me for this um I don't know if you have any last thoughts that you want to leave us with or any last myths that you want to bust anything at all um no I just want to say thank you so much for having me on like I said I love talking about plant-based eating any chance I can and um yeah I guess the last thing is just definitely check out those documentaries so for people who um haven't you know books you know are obviously great resources too websites but documentaries are like, you know, short. And so they're usually um, easy to watch and really informational, um, but also inspiring. So a few documentaries I wanted to list off to people. So I already mentioned Forks Over Knives, Mm -hmm. uh, Game Changers as well. So that one's more on, more geared towards like athletic performance, Um, probably a better one for men or (laughs) for guys and, Mm -hmm. but not girls, everybody as well. Um, And then, for environment, more environmental reasons, uh, before the flood with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, that's a really good one. Or okay. Cowspiracy. Uh, I think all most of these are on Netflix. And then um, another one that's free on YouTube that's more geared towards the health benefits is Plant Pure Nation. Um, there's another one I think on Amazon Prime. Um, it's called The Invisible Vegan. And then there's, oh gosh, there's, there's a ton of them. (laughs) So I, yeah. Oh, and then for those who are interested in learning more about um, animal welfare and kind of what's going on in the factory farms, uh, if you can stomach it, list or watch uh, Dominion or uh, Earthlings, they -hmm. will show some, it's horrific really. And you won't want to eat meat or dairy again. Once you see some of those videos, they're very powerful. Um, So yeah, just to, check some of those other resources out and things is the last thing I want to share. Great. No, thank you so much for all the resources. That was actually going to be, I feel like sometimes my questions, I just forget what I was going to ask, but I appreciate you bringing that up. (laughs) And I know we didn't really talk, touch on it as much. We talked more about nutrition and everything. We didn't touch on like animal welfare or maybe environmental impact as much today. I don't know if you wanted, if there was anything you wanted to say on those. No, specifically, I guess I would just say, check out those, those resources because there's just a wealth of knowledge in those. Um, Oh, food and sustainability. There's, that's a book. Um, um, I forget who oh, it's okay. by, but that's another good book recommendation. So yeah. Great. Just- we'll have to list all these out and <laughs> I'll put them yeah. in like a post on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. So before we go, I wanted to give you the honors in reminding our listeners to take care of themselves <laughs> and drink water. <laughs> oh yeah. 
absolutely stay hydrated, drink more water, eat more plants, all that good stuff. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. 